Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thank you very much, Mr. Chris Villar. The telephone number is 248-539-9797. Uh, we are all a little, we're still hurting a little bit uh, after Sunday's Lion loss. 17-point lead to go to the Super Bowl, 30 minutes away, and it just evaporated. Seemed like in an instant. Uh, but did Sunday's game taint the season for you? Uh, the, obviously, it's not the ending we all wanted, but, and I know expectations change, but if anybody would have told you before the season started that the Lions this season, they'd go to the NFC Championship game, play at San Francisco, and lose by three points, you would have said, sign me up. Now, obviously, expectations change. Uh, so it hasn't tainted the season. It's just still, God, I just hope they can get to this position again and this time, next time, you know, follow through. That, well, that's the concern is that it's, right. it's a one-off. And and I don't think it is, but like Dan said after the after the game, it's, it's twice as hard to get here next year. Mm-hmm. Schedule's going to be different. Um, the division. Is going to be much different. We were looking at, and, and I, uh, in my ignorance, I didn't wasn't looking at the draft position. Um, and fortunately, we didn't have to until now, right? Um, and it wasn't about where the Lions were, but where everybody else in the division is. And yet, Chicago has an opportunity to be much better next year. Green Bay with Jordan Love and the way that they played at the end of the year, they're going to be very dangerous. Minnesota, and we talked to Peter King. Uh, depending on what they do with their quarterback, that's kind of up in the air. Mm-hmm. But with with Kevin O'Connell as their coach and and Brian Flores as their defensive coordinator, they're they're going to remain dangerous. Well, they they know that they can at least you know basically pass for three hundred and fifty yards against the Lions twice a season. Well, the Lions are going to be a different <laughs> with Nick Mullins, yes. Um, and so it's when you're looking at the prospects of next year and in 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 the context of what they did this year, how it ended this year, and the fact that they had a great opportunity and it didn't capitalize on it, it doesn't taint the season for me. It no. leaves me wanting more. Yeah. But it didn't taint uh, no. the season. Because I mean, you look back and and at the beginning of the year, it was, you know, the question marks were, is Detroit going to get embarrassed on national TV, starting off the season against the Kansas City Chiefs. We were in Vegas for the game, and they were 
the first experience NFL football fans would have. It was the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Detroit Lions. Not many people gave them an opportunity to win that game, yet they went there and they did it. And how they did it was basically how they did it all season long. Mm-hmm. They, they, they somewhat outperformed, which you look at the season and say, hey, NFC Championship game, they, they outperformed our expectations. They did it by, at times, taking chances yes, and taking some risks, but they also did it with some, some, some good play. Well, and Brian, some good quarterback play, some 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 opportunistic plays defensively. Was it was it a great defense? No. No. Was it opportunistic at times throughout the year? Yes. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. For me, it, it definitely does not taint the season. It just it leaves you a little bit of a, an empty feeling, but overall, you feel good, and uh, I feel really good about this franchise going forward. I mean. The buzz, the euphoria, you know, going to, you know, the games for the playoffs and even during the regular season, just the buzz about this team. It was, it kind of like brought the city together in a weird way that, you know, championship runs do it at times. Uh, You know, like I said, Sunday, I went to, um, took a trip with my wife and my daughter with the Costco and Meyer to get some stuff done. And everybody, like everybody at Costco, all the workers were wearing Lions stuff. I mean, it was just so different and unique to see what what happened in this town. It was great. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's go to Ann Arbor uh, and say good morning to Harry. You're ninety seven on the ticket. I couldn't agree with you more, dude. It was so wonderful. We can't ever remember feeling as good as we feel. You can't be a baby because it didn't turn out perfectly. No one can remember feeling as good as we felt. I went to that championship game in Detroit with my two sons, flew them in from other It was electric, as you say, just because we didn't win at all. What kind of fans are we that we can't appreciate what is undoubtedly a magical season? So don't be a big baby when it didn't turn out perfectly the way, oh, he should have, he should have, he should have. Please, when you read all of the sports commentators, you can second-guess Dan Campbell, but this team was amazing. Everyone should feel proud, as you said, because they do. Don't go negative. It's more a reflection of who you are if you don't like the outcome of life. But this was sensational by any measure. Well, I I, I totally agree with you, but you should be able to at least criticize game decisions and things like that, right? Yeah, you should be able to criticize game decisions because that's your job is to sit in the stands and criticize other people who drop balls or make decisions, and yet, as a whole, oh, yeah. you take the entire season and all that they accomplish, not individual dropped balls or bad play calls. No, but it's also okay to be upset one. with how it ended. I mean, you, nobody wants to end up in second place or third place or fourth place. Being upset is normal and healthy, but then you step back and you say as a father or as a person with wisdom, you say, and on balance, both can be true. Poor decisioning, yes. Dropped ball, inexcusable. You get paid to catch the ball, but at the uh, you know that happens. Look at the Ravens. Look, at, I mean, everybody makes mistakes. Okay, but you have to step back and go all in. We were amazing. Yeah, that was it. All in all, you're you're right. I mean, that that that's exactly yeah. the attitude I I have. I mean, all in all, it was a great season. Yeah. Um... 
amazing. I think I'll reserve that adjective for um, you know going a little further um, or actually winning it all. Uh, and it's okay to still be disappointed. It doesn't, right? It doesn't necessarily taint the the no. season well, and and the accomplishments of the season. But you still you're disappointed by the yeah, way it ended. You want to win it all. You yes. want to win the Super Bowl. When you're that close, when you're 30 minutes away from getting that chance, yes, yeah. you're disappointed, and it takes a while. But looking back, yeah, it was a really good season. Really good. Yeah, you're saying that right now because you think better things are to come or equal things. Yeah. And I don't think it's tainted. They overachieved. But then they had a 17-point lead in the NFC Championship game. Right. It is the closest this franchise has ever been to making a Super Bowl. And let's just hope in five to ten years we're not looking back and saying that was the closest that they were. Right, exactly. Uh, Jason and Royal Oak here at 97 on the ticket. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. I, uh, I, I echo that previous gentleman's sentiments. Um, at the beginning of the season, we uh, had an expectation of a division title and a playoff game. We got the division title. We got not one but two home playoff games, which we won. On the whole, there's a lot of reasons to be proud of this team, and I am. They united this city like we haven't seen since the days of Iserman, Shanahan, and the Russian Five. We have an unprecedented running back duo, unprecedented in the NFL. We have a record-setting rookie tight end. All things considered, we have to build. We've got to shore up the defensive backfield, of course, maybe talk to our head coach about clock management. But by and large, they overachieved, and we need to be proud of that and unite behind these gentlemen. And by the way, those Red Wings, they're playing pretty good hockey, too. Yes, yes they are. they got one tomorrow against uh, Ottawa before the break. Yeah. 248-539-9797. Look, everybody is entitled and probably should feel bad how it ended, but if you sit there and say the season was disappointing, no, I don't think anybody's going to say it's no, disappointing. No, how it ended can right. be disappointing. Absolutely, but the I entire think- season, the entire season was a hell of a ride. And if you didn't get on the bandwagon or you didn't enjoy it until the first postseason game or the second postseason game, then you missed a lot of great moments along the way. Yeah, yes. you saved yourself some heartache there around Thanksgiving, but for the most part, you missed some great football you had and a, some fun moments. You had a team that did not lose back-to-back games. Yeah, you didn't that, have to. We didn't have to do two Monday mornings in a row. No, where we were like, oh, okay, well, what's going on here? And yeah, they're, they're, did they have the opportunity to, to lose? Yes, a couple, sure, yeah. but they didn't. They didn't. Exactly, because they were resilient. They were tough ass. Uh, let's go to uh, Adam in Gibraltar. You're 97 on the ticket. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Um. Yeah, this is gonna leave a big sour taste, and uh, I would say all of our mouths for you know about the next six months because the NFL off season is the longest off season in sports, which sucks. Um, yep. But if you look if you look at it, it's it's a good season. But you know what? I didn't we didn't get there to have a participation certificate in our hands. You know, like no. we we got there because we belong there. Like we hundred percent belong there. The team what they did this year is great. And you know what? I have no doubt that you know what Dan Campbell said to him. He said, "Hey, he was being real with his team. He said." You might not ever get back to this moment, so he's going to have them laser focused. We're going to have the winning schedule next year, and every team in our division is probably going to get better. But you know what? So are we. You know, we're going to have a good off season. They need to beef up the defense. They they know their weaknesses now. They 100% know their weaknesses on what they need to do to get over that hump to get to the Super Bowl. 
And I have no doubt in the next two to five years that they would probably get there. I have no doubt with Dan Campbell. I have total faith in him. And and, and I think if they knew in this offseason, if they thought they had a chance to do what they did, I think their offseason would have been a little different too, defensively. I mean, they got you, some guys. You think they would have gone? Maybe gotten better players. Maybe well, how about spend the a trade deadline? Money. Yeah. Even to the I trade mean, deadline. Not, not even the offseason, but yes. yeah. But I mean, this is. I mean, did they did they outkick their coverage? Maybe, and 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 they're sticking to their plan. They're not deviating from that, so they can build something. And and maybe they went a little further than even they right. expected. Now nobody's Dan Campbell's not going to tell you that. No. Brad Holmes is going to tell you that. But maybe they went a little further, and now all of a sudden, hey, they can they have the opportunity to. Add some of those pieces. They know more about what they need. They know more about. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Who they can rely upon and who they can't, who they need to move on from. Exactly. 248-539-9797. Coming up next, we'll take more of your phone calls. And uh, what's the biggest change you want them to make uh, before training camp starts next year? 97 won the ticket. End of the season, the guy has turned himself into a hell of a playmaker. So I wanted to see how you guys thought about that, first of all. Grade-wise, what grade would you give J-Mo season? i give him a B. Yeah. I mean, I, he improved. his From what we are un- understanding, his work ethic was really, really good. He was a good blocker. You know, he was he perfect? No, but he he definitely showed that he belongs. I don't a know if he's ever going to be the guy that people thought when they drafted him, being this guy who's going to score a lot of touchdowns and – you know, be that dynamic wide receiver, but he's a, definitely a productive player and fits this offense really well, I think. Okay, solid, solid, good B, good B. Also, go Blue, John. Uh, two, um, Aaron Glenn, as far as this defense goes, we're talking about filling positions on the defensive line and the linebacker core. I feel his time, his course as our defensive coordinator has run his, has run his course because – He's gave up a lot of yards and a lot of points in bad situations throughout the entire year. And if we backtrack the last few seasons, he was ranked in the lowest of the NFL as far as yards go, and it's killing us year after year. How do you guys feel about Aaron Glenn? Does he get Does he deserve another chance, or do we get out get him out of here? Well, my biggest problem with Aaron Glenn, I don't disagree with what you say, is who's he working with? I mean, especially at the back end, that that's those cornerbacks are hellacious. And the linebackers yes, did improve, but, you know, and whether you want to give him credit for not or not, that's that's up to you. 
but there really wasn't much there. I mean, the pass rush, I mean, you had really one guy who was consistent, and he didn't even do much on, on Sunday, and that was Aiden. But, you know, what did Aaron Glenn have to work with? Not a lot. Now. Yeah. And, he, and he tried to change things. Some of them worked with the, you know, Melifanu blitz package and things like that. And other stuff didn't, you know. So I don't know how much of it is on him, how much of it is on you know, Brad Holmes and a loft, lack of freaking talent. One thing about it, I, my only thing about that is, at the end of the year, I say the last five or six games, Cam Sutton, I believe he had an ankle injury. My whole thing is, if you see him struggling, because look what, look what uh, Nick Mullins did over there. You know, I, and I, I understand it's Justin Jefferson and everything like that. Give him a little help over the top. Have, have who... Give him a little, give him a little help over the top, please. You just can't leave him on the island right now. He's not even a hundred percent, and you got to see that as a de- defensive coordinator. You just got to see that, man. Thanks for the call, Greg. Appreciate it. But they weren't getting any pressure, right? So no. you only have eleven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they went aggressive, and they were kind of like, okay, we're going to be one of those teams that commits to being a good red zone defense, which mm-hmm. they won them playoff games. Yes, you know, especially the Rams game. I do think he needs to be held accountable. accountable. Yeah. You know, it is he's gonna go into year four, it looks like, as their defensive coordinator. And I, I did look at it. Last year they gave up four hundred and twenty seven points. This year they gave up three ninety five. I mean, it's not a very big improvement. No, it's not. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Uh let's go to uh Dom. You're on ninety seven on the ticket. What's up, Dom? Morning guys. Morning. So um, I think the biggest loss, the worst loss, other than Stoney leaving, um, was the inbound pass that Larry Bird swiped. And, yeah. and I think that one that one hurt. This game hurt, but this game, we didn't expect anybody to get that far, and they did a heck of a job. And everybody's disappointed. But at that point, the Pistons with Isaiah, uh, the, I think the expectations were that they were going to be more solid. Well, they, they, really. you know what, Dombey? It's interesting because they were kind of in a, in a who knows where the lines are going to go next year. But a similar, it, it wasn't 88 or 89. It was 87. And they were just starting right. to ascend. They never thought, you know, they could never win in Boston Garden. And, you know, Robin makes that play. They take, you know, and, and they, all they have to do is inbound the ball and the game is over. And they got ultra excited and... Bird makes a great play. Chuck Daly screaming from the call timeout to move, advance the ball. They didn't. They, they didn't do that. Uh, yeah, and th- that was a game. And then you know they come back here and kill them at the Silverdome and set up the game seven, which was a really close game. And then uh, Vinny and Adrian Dantley yeah. uh, collided heads, and that was that was the end of that game. You know what's amazing about that game five? What the Isaiah Robert Parrish was that was the game he like cold cocked Lamb beer. He got suspended for only one, one game. game. Yep. Yeah, one game. I told him once. I met him. I finally met Bill Lambier years later, and I said, "Thank you for doing that." <laughs> it was so pleasurable to watch him just completely uh, go at it with Parrish, and then frustrated Parrish so much that Parrish just lost it. Right. That's that's with the bad boys. They got under their skin. You know, I think the thing with that Pistons era, the, I think a lot of people feel they left the championship on the table. They did. And, well, 88, it got stolen. In 87, even. And then, it, what, you said 88. Somebody brought up the Isaiah injury earlier yeah. in the show. You know, it's just, you left something there. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that's what Lions fans are feeling this morning. That's why I like the, that comparison. Mm-hmm. Because maybe it wasn't supposed to happen yet. But right. 
then it was starting to happen. Right. And then the ball got pulled from us. Yes. Yep. I mean, the, come on. The, the, the Veldor tip pass. It's, uh, it's <laughs> circus light. I know. Uh, Alex in Berkeley, you're a 97 on the ticket. Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks. So, moment most painful, and I think it clears this for me, 2013 ALCS. David Ortiz, Grand Slam, Torrey Hunter going over the wall, didn't have the ball. Yep. I have not gotten over it yet. I That was getting a little long in the tooth, and I thought that was the year that they should have won it all. Yeah, they then that, that, that was probably their best team. There, there's no doubt about you know, it. The, and the, the thing with it, that was circus-like. Yes. Why did you have to go over the wall and the cop be there? Yes. Okay, it was bad enough that Big Poppy <laughs> was going to hit a Grand Slam, right. okay? Why did the pass from Veldor have to tip up and go roar in the air again, just like the Tucker kick? No. You know, I, I mean, it's the, the, the inbound pass from – it's just yep. – we just lose – Ah, uh, here we have some more text um, about what the Lions need in the offseason. Morning, guys. I agree with Stoney. The D is the top priority, but are we thinking the draft can fix <laughs> Damn right it is. But are we thinking the draft can fix our edge and our cover, our cover corner problem? Can we target those two positions in free agency who can step in and get results right away and then draft for long-term depth? You know, I I think the long-term depth is what you We're do for the offensive We're still talking about line. the D. I know. I'm going to send uh, Cindy that drop. Mm-hmm. Here's what Stoney said this morning. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the Lions uh, go get uh, Jair Alexander. If the culture really has changed, then he shouldn't be a problem like he was in Green Bay. He was great at covering Jefferson, and he's got an inj- injury issues. So Brad Holmes probably likes him. He's expensive, but is the salary cap even real? That's from Rick. I don't know. He does have some weird situations with Green Bay. Yeah, and the salary cap Going is... Going out for uh, a coin toss that he wasn't supposed to, you know, yeah. among other things. The salary cap does feel like it's very malleable. Yes. Uh, they gave us three more games, kind of like when the Wings got swept by the Devils. Got to crawl before you walk. A lot to build on. The two biggest needs for the Lions are defensive end and a solid number one corner. They also need a defensive tackle next to McNeil. Two guys in free agency to keep on, an eye on are uh, Matabuke from Baltimore and Jalen Johnson. I wouldn't mind seeing Mikey Sanistro on the latter, later round of the draft because of his playmaking ability also. I hope he's a charger. <laughs> <laughs> Possible. Uh, yeah, Mikey. Mikey's really along the same lines as Brian Branch. Mm-hmm. A guy that that could be used in a utilitarian role in the secondary in a lot of different roles, but I don't think I I, I don't see him as a shutdown corner. It's a guy that can play corner, could play safety, could play nickel, but I'm I'm really looking for a guy that can go in there and and take on a number one receiver and not always be the guy to look to and say, "Ah, well, he gave up 150 yards." Yes, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.